We're going to continue um, with our series, Pray Like This. We've been working through the Lord's Prayer. And today we're kind of at, we just are passing the halfway point um, of the prayer. There are six petitions that we've talked about. There, um, The six petitions, you could basically split them down the middle. And I'll talk in a minute about this, but, but I don't mean split them down the middle as if they're two separate prayers. But, but the first three petitions that we see in the Lord's Prayer are all about God. It is, your, hallowed be your name, your kingdom come, your will be done. And then, then we see a shift in the prayer, and all of a sudden the focus goes from God's kingdom um, in our words to you start hearing um, the words of our needs. And so then we see um, the, the words, give us this day our daily bread, give us our daily bread, forgive us our debts, and lead us not into temptation. And so, so today we're crossing over this halfway point and we're, we're shifting, not, not totally shifting the focus, but, but now we moved, as Jesus taught us to pray, into the part that deals with our needs. And so I've got a question for you just to start. If you had to think of the last three things that you ask God for, that you needed from God, what would those three things be? If you thought about your prayer life and you thought about the last three times that you just said, God, I need this, what would those needs have been? Jesus, as he teaches us, teaches us what our needs and how we should think about them. But I've been thinking a lot about needs lately in our household because this is something that's kind of a constant thing going on in our house. This week I've been dealing with need versus want. And, and so my kids, all week, we've been dealing with these conversations, this back and forth of, I need this. Every single one of my kids has had a lot of needs this week that they've come to me with. Charlie, Charlie always has the same need. Every single day, every single week, his need is the exact same. What he needs is new toys. That's all it is. I mean, that boy... I'm, I'm not even kidding. We went through Christmas and he had gotten all of this stuff and the next day he's talking about the things that he needs. Hey, there's this new toy. I need this new toy. And every day he's coming to me. I need this. Here's this new thing. And, and every night I go in his room to put him to bed and I look around his room and I think, there is no room for any more toys. But Charlie needs Toys. Sam this week, he has needed a Minecraft mod. Now that is a foreign language to a lot of you. But Minecraft is a game that the kids can play for free. But then what they do is they let you play the game for free. But then if you want to get extra things on the game, you've got to pay more money. And so, so he wants this mod to make his game better. And every day we've had, this is probably the biggest back and forth this week. We've had this conversation. Dad, I need this. And I say, I'm pretty sure you don't need that. And he says, but, but I have the money. Let me spend my money on this. I need it. And I say, no, you don't even understand. <laughs> like, you don't need this because I know good and well that when we spend money on video games, especially on games like Minecraft, it never gets used. And so Sam has needed a Minecraft mod. Eli, yesterday, this is my favorite, 
We were here at church all day for upward basketball, and Eli was doing a great job. He was running the lights for upward basketball, and, and Eli has stumbled upon this new treasure in his life. You know what it is? McDonald's. <laughs> I talk about McDonald's way too much, don't I? Do you guys worry about me sometimes? I don't even love it that much. I, but, but Eli all of a sudden has discovered the McChicken. And he, in our family, was the only one that it didn't matter when it was, if we said we're going to go to McDonald's, he would not be happy about it. But now, he's discovered the McChicken. And so we were here at church all day yesterday, and we finished up at about 5 o'clock, and, and I, I said, all right, we're going to head home. And Eli said, but hold on, I need a McChicken. Nobody, nobody ever needs a McChicken, do they? Jack is always in need of one thing. It's to have my iPad in his hands. He always, Dad, I need the iPad. And it's like our, my kids forget that they have a house full of things to do, and they forget that there's so much to do, and all of a sudden they just have this need, need that they have. Uh, you know, most of those things are trivial things. They're, they're not real needs, but, but I'm convinced that a lot of times when we go to God in prayer, we are praying for needs, things that we think that we need, but, but today we're going to talk about what we really need. Jesus in his prayer, he says, start with, with hallowing God's name. Start with saying, your kingdom come. Start with saying, your will be done. But then there's this shift to our needs, and, and Jesus teaches us our needs. Let's say the prayer together in Matthew chapter 6. Jesus says, this then is how you should pray. You can follow with me. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we also have forgiven our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. So Jesus, we start by focusing on God and God's kingdom, and then Jesus says, then we need to move into the part where we're talking about our needs, and there's three petitions, there's three needs that Jesus teaches us to pray about. First, it's our daily bread. Give us our daily bread. Second, it's forgiveness. Forgive us our debts. And third, it's purity. It's lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. It, when I ask you what your last three needs were, I'm just curious. Did anyone get the trifecta right? Did anyone get all three of those? It'd be super impressive. You'd win an award. It's not a good award. It's probably just a you know, fake high five because I can't even really high five you. Jesus teaches us to pray not just for God's kingdom, but for our needs. Now, now, I mentioned this earlier, the shift from God's kingdom, God's will, God's name being hallowed to our needs is not a change in the focus of our prayer. This is really important for us to understand. It's not that we praise God for these things and then we have our needs. It's all one prayer and, and the reality is that our needs, that when God meets our needs, his kingdom 
is built, his name is hallowed, his will is done. So I want you to see this as we shift from your name, your kingdom, your will to give us, give us, give us. It's not that we're shifting our focus away from God's kingdom. It's that God is being glorified and his kingdom is being built by and meeting our needs. And so we move into the second half of the prayer, but the focus is still the same. It's God's glory. When God meets our needs, it serves to build his kingdom and bring him glory. Just before first service, we usually have a, a, a planning meeting where we sit down, we've practiced the service, and we sit down and we talk about what's happening in the service. And in that little devotional time, I asked the people sitting there, I said, how has God provided for your needs? And people started sharing how God has provided for their needs. And you know what? I didn't think, wow, you're awesome. Wow, that's really great for you. You know what I thought? I thought, wow, God is good. God is great. God's kingdom is great and it's being built and God's will is being done because when God meets our needs... God's kingdom is being built. See this in John chapter 14. Jesus says, very truly I tell you, whoever believes in me will do the works that I have been doing. And they will do even greater things than these because I am going to the Father. So we see at the first part of what Jesus says here, anybody who believes in me will continue to do the things I've done. So we see the focus on God's kingdom, God's will, God's name being hallowed. Then Jesus says in verse 13, and I will do whatever you ask in my name so that the Father may be glorified in the Son. You may ask anything in my name and I will do it. So what Jesus is saying is, Anybody who lives first for the kingdom, who's fully submitted to the kingdom, who's living for God's will, has needs that glorify God, and if we are living completely submitted to God's kingdom, our needs are given, and it glorifies not us, but God. And so we start the second half of this prayer with the petition, we're going to talk about the first one of those three. Give us today our daily bread. Now that seems like a pretty simple thing, but there is, just like the rest of the Lord's Prayer, there is so much meaning in these words. When we pray these words, give us today our daily bread, we are praying big things. And I want us to understand what we're praying today. So, so there's three things we're going to look at here. There's three things that we need to remember as we say the words and as we pray, give us today our daily bread. The first is this, and this might be the most important for us. The first is this, our reliance on God. Our reliance on God. Give us this day. Give us. The reality is, when, when we have started by focusing on God's kingdom, and then we come to this part of our needs, our first need is to understand that God is our provider in everything. And that may seem really simple to you, but the reality is, as we live our Christian lives, it's really easy for us to forget that God is our provider, that God gives us 
everything. Don't, don't miss this. I, listen, I, this is challenging to me because there are way too many times in my life where I forget that everything I have, that my provision, that my very life is a gift from God. And so we pray, give us this, daily, this day our daily bread. There's a huge lie that we have been taught to believe And that's that we can have life, and we can have peace, and we can have what we need apart from God. It's a lie. You cannot truly live without God. And I'm not just talking about, like, I'm I'm not just saying truly live as in you can only live the way that God wants you to live. I'm saying you would not be alive today if it wasn't for the grace of God. The thing that gives us life is the breath that God gives us. God creates us. God provides everything we need. And, and we can be tempted to think, but, but I work pretty hard for my food. I work pretty hard for this. But the reality is, that's all provided by God. It's God who gives you the ability. It's God who allows you Everything we have is God's. And way too often, way too often as Christians and way too often in the church, we, we fall into this trap of, of only crying out to God when we feel like we need God And we fall into this trap of thinking that we can walk through this life and we can have faith and we can be who God calls us to be on our own. It's subtle. I don't think anybody would say, I don't need God. But in the way that we walk every day, in the way that we talk, in the way that we pray, it's as if we forget that our very lives are a gift from God I'm going I'm to be honest, I, I leave it to a pastor to make this into a call for repentance. But when we pray, give us this day our daily bread, we need to repent of the times that we have not completely relied on God. We need to repent of the times that we have taken God for granted and we think that we can handle things on our own. Because the reality is, just in Jesus teaching us to pray, prayer is one of the places that we see this the most. Because there are days that we're in big trouble, and what do we do when we're in big trouble? We pray. Because we need God, right? And so when you're going through a tough time, when you're in a pandemic, when things are messed up around you, we're pretty good at praying, God, we need you. But, but I'm going to guess that I'm not the only one in here that occasionally when things are going okay, when things are going well, when I'm living in a good place, I forget that everything I have is God's. And I forget that I need God's daily bread every single day. Nothing I have, my very life, is all owed to God. In the church, this is huge. Sometimes in the church, we can be guilty of thinking that we can get by on our own. We can be guilty of leaving God out. We can be guilty of forgetting that it's God's power, it's God's glory that gives us 
our life. We can start thinking things like that the greatest threat, hear hear this very, I want you to hear this today. The greatest threat to our church, the greatest threat to your spiritual life is not a political situation. The greatest threat to the church, the greatest threat to your spiritual life is not a pandemic. The greatest threat to the church, the greatest threat to your life is not the opposition. You know what it is? It's you forgetting that everything you have comes from God. And so we need God. And Jesus teaches us to pray this prayer. And this is what's beautiful about the Lord's Prayer. It's not a magic potion, but you know what it does? It teaches us. As we pray this prayer and we get to give us this day our daily bread, it should remind us and it should teach us that we need God every day for everything. And so when we pray, give us this day our daily bread, what that means is that we understand that without God, we cannot live. That's true for every single one of us. That's true for the church. And so the first thing I want you to think about when you pray, give us this day our daily bread, is that we 100% are reliant on God. The good news is the second point, and that's this. We serve a God that provides. God is faithful. The words give us imply that that we need God to give us something, but then the words give us this day our daily bread are significant words to Christians. The, The words daily bread remind us of God's constant provision. And so we don't just focus on the fact that we totally need God, but when we pray this prayer, we should also understand that God is completely faithful that God always has provided, and that God always will provide. And so the words daily bread are are huge words to God's people. When you hear the words daily bread, what does it make you think of? What it makes me think of is the Israelites who are wandering the desert, who are in great need, and what did God do for them? He provided food from heaven every single day, and he said, take what you need for this day, and tomorrow I will provide for you what you need tomorrow, and the next day I will provide for you what you need then. Here's the thing. The reason we have trouble with the first point, with our complete dependence on God, is because most of us have more than we need. And it's hard for us to really learn to trust God daily because we have more than we need. But, but as we pray, give us this day our daily bread, we understand that God provides every single day. He always has, and he always will. And so the good news today is Number one, we totally are dependent on God, but number two, our God provides everything that we need. So as we pray, give us this day our daily bread, we don't pray it in a place of defeat. We pray it in confidence and assurance that God is good and that God takes care of us in everything. And some of you may be thinking, well, but I I am provided for by others. Yeah, guess who? 
Guess who has the others provide for you? I can't tell you how many times I've seen people's needs met where where God prompted somebody else to do something and that provided for another person. There are times all the time in my life where, where I hear God say, I want you to do this for somebody else. That's God's provision. God provides If you are fully dependent on God, it's, yes, it means that we can't do it on our own, but the good news is when we pray, give us this day our daily bread, we understand that God is going to take care of us in good times and in bad times. If things are good, guess why they're good? Because God provides. If things are a struggle, I've got good news for today. God provides. He always has, and he always will. I I was listening to T.D. Jakes this week. Um, How many of you have heard a T.D. Jakes sermon before? I was listening in preparation for this. I just like to get other thoughts and uh, and opinions, and and I like to hear sermons. And I was listening to it, and my kids heard it, and they said, what in the world is that, Dad? I said, that's T.D. Jakes. He's one of the greatest preachers there is. And and I said, what do you think? Would people like it if I I preached like T.D. Jakes? Charlie said, I think they'd kind of get mad at you, Dad. <laughs> I said, I don't know. They, they might get more excited. <laughs> they might stand up and clap. Who knows? <laughs> but T.D. Jakes says this. Give us this day says that I don't have it, but it also says that you do have it to God. So, yes, we fully rely on God. We cannot live without God. But, but secondly, I want you to understand that God provides every single day what we need. And that brings me to the bonus point or to the third point. And and this goes back to the beginning when we were talking about my kids. The reality is there are a lot of times where I ask God for things that I really do not need. I might think I need them, but I really do not need them. How many of you are Garth Brooks fans? Anyone? All right, a few. There's a song that he wrote called Unanswered Prayers, and in it he says, sometimes I thank God for unanswered prayers, because the reality is there are a lot of times that we come to God and we say, this is what I need, God, but the the reality is that God knows our needs much better than we do. So we are completely dependent. God is completely faithful, and God has perfect will for us perfect knowledge of what we need. And so today as we pray, give us this day our daily bread, we pray knowing that our Father in heaven knows exactly what we need today and if we are fully submitted to the kingdom, if we are fully hallowing the name of God and praying for God's kingdom to come and praying for God's will to be done, then we can pray, give us this day our daily bread and we can know our Father in heaven has got us. I don't always get the kids the toys. I do way more than I should. I don't always get the McChickens. I do way more than I should. But I can tell you this. I will give my kids everything that I possibly can that they need. I, I don't, I don't, they don't need all their wants. God loves us so much and God is so gracious that he knows the things that we don't even know. And so when we come to God in prayer, 
and we say, give us this day our daily bread, God knows what that is more than we do. And so, as we come to the end of this message and this petition, there's two more after this, but as we come to the end of this petition and as we pray this, I I want us today to worship by praying, give us this day our daily bread. It starts by hallowing God's name. Today we want to praise God. We want to put God first. It continues as we say, your kingdom come. It continues as we say, your will be done. But today, we ask, give us this day our daily bread. Last week when we were talking about God's will, I brought up Romans chapter 12. It's one of my favorite scriptures. It says, brothers, I urge you to offer, I'm paraphrasing, to offer yourselves as living sacrifices, holy and pleasing to God. This is your spiritual act of worship, to offer yourselves, to offer your lives. That's the first three petitions. Hallowed be your name, your kingdom come, your will be done. To wholly offer ourselves to God. This is your spiritual act of worship. Then it says, do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will know God's will, God's pleasing and perfect Will. The reality today is this. I, we don't always have it right. Sometimes we settle for less. Sometimes we pray for things that we don't really need. But the good news is this. Our God knows exactly what we need. And our God is faithful. And so the worship team is going to come up. And, and this is how we're going to continue on in service. I want you to continue on in prayer. And as we sing songs about the ways that God provides, I want you to think about these three things. First off, today, I don't care if things are going the best they've ever gone or if you are in the pits. Today, you are completely reliant on God. As a church, today, we are nothing without God the power of God. We would not be alive without the power of God. And so today as you worship and as you pray this prayer and as you sing these songs, I want you to offer yourself and say, Lord, I am completely dependent on you. The second thing I want you to do is I want you to praise God that God provides. Think about the times that God has provided for you. Think about the times that God has provided for his people. And remember that our God is faithful. And number three, I want you to pray the prayer, Lord, I don't always know what's best for me, but you do. And so I pray that you would give us our daily bread. Jesus, we love you. And Father, we come into your presence together. We walk with you daily And we come to worship you today, and and we're going to sing now. But Lord, I I pray that each and every one of us would, would focus our minds and our hearts on praying to you. I pray, Lord, that we would put you first, that everything in our life would be centered around your name and your kingdom and your will. But Lord, today, we ask that you would provide exactly what we need That's going to be different for each and every one of us today. Every single person sitting in here today needs daily bread from you. So Lord, we ask you to give us our daily bread. We ask you to continue to provide. 
We ask you to give us exactly what we need so that we can be the people that you've created and called us to be and we can build your kingdom and worship your name and do your will. We love you, Jesus. Amen.